This is the Smooth Operator Podcast. I'm Adam Liette, Director of Operations for a seven-figure online business and eight-year veteran of Army Special Operations. On this show, we get into the tactical nitty-gritty of what it really takes to run a thriving online business because at the end of the day, operators lead the way. What's going on, operator? Welcome to today's episode. We get to talk about something not so fun today, and this is not fun, um, but we're talking about when team members stop performing and steps that I've taken in the past have worked really well and just some tips uh, to make it a better uh, process to make it work for you because this can easily work against you um, if you're not careful. Um, So that's really our topic today. Because I, I've said this before, yes, op, you know we run teams. We're behind the scenes doing all the stuff, you know, in the back end. But we're also in the people business. You know, that's what operators do. Where we have to do both. We have to be able to manage the big projects, manage all the trains that are moving within our company, but also work with the people that are in our company. And this is one of those areas where, like, things can go sideways really quick, because uh, it, it's inevitable. Like you're going to encounter a team member that's no longer performing at the level that's expected of them, uh, whether it be the level they're currently at. Maybe they got a promotion and they're not meeting that next level, but it's going to happen. Like things are going to change and team members aren't always going to change with it or they'll regress. And, and some of it may just be, you know, look, shit happens, man. I'll be perfectly frank with you. Uh the important thing is, like, this is not just one or two mess ups. This is not they had a bad week. This is a history, a track record of not meeting their expectations, of not meeting their due dates. You know, all sorts of things can go into this, and it's going to be different in every situation. But the process that you're going to use during this is always going to be the same. And that's what I love about having a process, is because, um, when this is templated out, when you have a plan and you're just following a plan, you know, we, what, what did the Joker say? Uh, you know, if, if he tells someone he's going to blow up a building and he does, everyone is cool because it's all part of the plan. That was a terrible impersonation. But, you know, you can thrive in chaos when you have a plan. You can thrive in uncomfortable areas when you have a plan. So have this plan, have it nested out, know what you're going to do. And it makes the whole situation a whole lot easier on your end. So the, the first thing, let's get this out of the way. Like some things are straight fire. Like if someone does, steals money from the company, you know, tells an employee off in a bad way, you know, some things just require immediate termination. We all know those things. Are they spelled out in your company docs? Like do your team members know what the fireable offenses are? If they don't, might want to tighten that up. Just just something to consider uh, in your employee handbook. What are the immediate termination protocols? You know what will real result in an immediate termination? Uh, that will help you avoid lawsuits. It'll help you with HR. Um, and you might not need HR yet, but if you're running a five-person company and you're able to do this now, well, then you just have to make revisions of it when you grow to 10, 15, 20, 25. Uh, so it's all about getting our baseline in order. So do that if you haven't done it yet. Uh, mark it on your to-do list to like really nest out what your fireball offenses are. But we're talking about something different. Um, because 
what have we all learned about customers? You know, it's way harder to get a new customer than to keep an existing one. It's the same with team members. You know, it's much harder to find the right person, train them up, especially in this market where apparently like this whole generation of people doesn't want to work. It's crazy. I don't understand that. But anyway, here are some steps to take for that, for this rescue, for uh, uh, a turnaround plan, if you will. The first thing is document, document, document. Uh, really take note of where this team member is not performing up to standard. Um, I tend to do everything in Evernote, so I'll have an Evernote swipe. And when I say document, I mean dates, links if you have them, screenshots of, of things, uh, whatever you can use to justify your position. Uh, if you're collecting this over a certain period of time and you're looking back, we're going to forget all these little things. But document them. And, and you're going to want them documented for a reason. I'll get to that in a second of really why you want to make sure they're documented. It's not, it's partially for you just so we don't allow ourselves to get, you know, kind of either that blinders that we put on or sometimes, sometimes, or, you know, we get triggered by one thing and we think, oh man, I need to have an uh, intervention with this person. And you look back at the record and it's like, oh, it's actually not that bad. It, it is the one or two mess ups. Okay. We can tighten that up without a full uh, rescue re-onboarding plan. With that, design a plan to get them back on track. Um, we, you, you likely have some kind of plan for when you're bringing someone new into the company. Maybe even the plan that you used when you brought them into the company, the train-up plan to become acclimated to what the company does, to what their role is. Um, so, you know, revisit that. Design a plan with either remedial training. I like to use the term re-onboarding. It's a term I like to use because uh, you're bringing them back into the fold. You're putting them through a deliberate plan to up their performance level, and that will include a lot of interaction with you. Uh, whenever I do onboarding with a new team member, they get my face a lot. So we're on Zoom typically daily uh, during that initial time period, even if it's just for five to 10 minutes to check base, make sure everything is good. We can do that on Slack for sure. We can do our Voxer or Asana or whatever you're using. But there is something about that face-to-face -face interaction because uh, you're trying to build that relationship, right? Um, especially if you're in a remote environment, this is your chance to get really close with that person to establish that trust. And so you're going to want to do this for... Um, uh, like an, uh, a retrain up plan or re onboarding plan for someone that's not performing at the level uh, that they, they really need to be at. So design that plan, make it 30, 60, 90 days long, something about something like that, have it extended out um, and, you know, document it, put it into your project management system. So it is, it's something you can be accountable to, they can be accountable to. And, you know, that tends to work the best where when we do have everything fully nested out. All right, uh, the next step, you need to schedule a meeting with them. And that's never comfortable, but you also don't want to blindside them. So you need to let them know, hey, we're going to have a meeting. Let me know when you're free on this day of the week. You get to set the parameters on that. So a time that's good for you. Um, and make sure they know it's about their performance. Like, hey, man, we just need to, we need to meet this week. I just want to talk to you about your performance and some areas of growth or some opportunity that I see for you. So... Let it be positive. You don't want to put them on the defensive by just saying, we need to talk about your performance. What does that mean? If you've ever worked corporate, it means, dude, you're getting canned. Pack up your crap. You know, we all know that. So let them know ahead of time. Look, we need to talk about your performance. I, I 
I think there's a lot of opportunity. There's a lot of cool things that we can do, but let's let's link up tomorrow at 10 a.m. Um, for example, uh, just just have, I have some really cool ideas, and you know I I want to I want to spend the time with you to to see how we can you know increase your your input to the team, things like that. When you frame it with that positive mindset, a they're going to sleep that night. <laughs> That's a good thing. They're not going to be up all night thinking that they're getting canned. Uh, B, they're not going to come in all super defensive, ready to defend themselves. That's not what you want. You don't want this. This is not an argument. It's not a discussion. It's not a debate about whether or not they're not performing well. You've already established that. So don't let yourself get into that discussion, get into that debate. One way you can do that is by setting the framework and letting them know, hey, this is a positive meaning. This is something that there's opportunity here, not we need to talk about your performance. You know, that, you know, bad manager talk that we all have heard of before. When you open that meeting, you know, be in a good place before it. Do some meditation. Be ready. Be ready to get yelled at, maybe. Be ready for their pushback. Be ready to defend yourself in a calm way. The more calm you are, they're going to mirror that back. Uh, we know this. It's science um, where mirroring is very much a thing. Uh, people will act the way that they are being acted towards. So if you come in and you're strung up, they're going to get strung up immediately. If you are relaxed, calm, and professional about it, they're going to want to. I mean, human nature is they're going to want to mirror that. That's uh, the key. Make that clear from the beginning. You are the good guy in this situation, believe it or not. You might be the one bringing this to their desk, but you are the only guy in the company that can save their job. And make it clear at that point, this is to save their job. Like we need to improve the performance in this area, this area, and this area, or we're going to have to start thinking of new directions. Okay? So let them know, like, this is your chance, buddy. I always like to bring up some of the issues that I've seen. No vague BS, literally like, hey, on Monday, September 3rd, you blew off this customer, you incorrectly did X, Y, or Z, you know, make it specific. When you're specific, the more information you give them, that will avoid them going on the defensive. They're going to be like, oh, I didn't know anyone saw that. Oop, yeah, that was bad, wasn't it? So you're, you're making them be a little bit introspective and not <laughs> defensive towards you. So be very specific about what brought you here. And then start to paint the picture of what's possible. So in so many ways, this, gosh, everything's like a sales call. I swear, the more I do this, the more I'm like, there's so many aspects of sales that are just in every little thing I'm doing. It's crazy. So, and at that point, communicate the action steps. Let them know the plan to save their job, to turn around their performance. Give it to them crystal clear. Um, I At this point, I tend to like to do a screen share and literally like, hey, here's your plan. Here's how we're going to do this. And we'll meet every day for the next so-and-so weeks uh, to go through this plan together. Do you have any questions for me? Do you agree with this plan of action? Get their buy-in at that point. Okay? And finally, at the end of it, you need to make sure... I should probably should have led with this, but either way. Record this call. Have it recorded. Have it documented. Put it into a, a folder on, on the Google Drive that's leadership only. Uh, just in case you ever need this for HR or if they try there's any lawsuits or anything like that. Look, things can get weird. It's better to have backups and uh, things 
cordoned off somewhere and saved somewhere just in case you need them. All right, so that's really just uh, rescuing in a nutshell. It, it sounds simple. It is simple in terms of the steps. The actual execution is on you. Um, it's This is going to be a place where the culture and the interpersonal relationships that you've built up over the time in your company are really going to pay off. Uh, so that's all capital you've been building the whole time. Now it's time to cash that check. So cash in that check. Use it here. And if you do this correctly... Um, you know, one of two things is going to happen. They are either going to up their performance, get back to the level where they need to be, and your your relationship with them is going to be like 20 times tighter after this period because they're going to be like, that's the dude that saved my job. That's the guy that cared enough to go out of his way, to show me what to do, to help me, and I'm now still on this team. I still have this job because of that guy. <laughs> what kind of capital does that buy you in terms of being a team leader? That's huge. So own that and know that is the anticipated and the ideal outcome. But, you know, be prepared for it not to be. You know, there are chan- uh, cases where you're going to go about this and it's not going to work. And they're not going to level up their performance. But you've done all you can. And no one can take that away from you. No one can hold that against you. And that's part of this whole thing, right? We all, at some point, will have to let someone go. It's inevitable. And as one of my mentors said, like, you're really not doing them a service by keeping them on if they're not up to the job anymore. You're holding them back from what they're really out supposed to be doing because their zone of genius is probably going to be found somewhere else. So you're not doing them any favors. And remember that you're not doing them any favors by excusing poor performance. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us on this episode. I hope to see you tomorrow for our next dive into smooth operations. Until then, hey, remember, operators lead the way. Hey, before you leave, I have a special offer just for my podcast listeners. I'm putting together a beta for my one-to-one coaching program. This is your chance to personally work with me to learn and install the processes and frameworks that'll take your business to the next level. There's only 10 slots, so go to adamliette.com slash beta.